The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hello and happy Monday. How in the world are you? Good to see you. My gosh, you look great. Look like you got some rest this weekend. Well, a little bit. Maybe not as much as you'd like. Many of us didn't get as much as we like. Didn't everybody have in-laws stop in and stay? Didn't everybody have that? No? Okay, well, maybe it's just me. So, a couple of stories that are uh, big on my mind today. One, remember when you used to get a job and you took the job by saying, oh, that's what you want me to do? Sure, I agree to that. No problem. That's the job. And at one point, you if you decided, man, they're asking me to do this and I don't want to do this, I think I'll just find another job. Yeah, those days are over. Walmart reached a preliminary agreement this week to pay $65 million. And I say this week. It was, you know, this was the end of last week because it's Monday, so they just didn't do it today. But they reached a preliminary agreement to pay $65 million to settle a clash action lawsuit to roughly 100,000 California-based cashiers who accused the retail giant of failing to provide seating during their shifts. What job did these people have? Cashier. Originally filed in 2009, the suit alleged that Walmart violated state law by failing to provide seats. Now, Walmart argued that seats are not a reasonable accommodation because cashiers' responsibilities often require movement, such as scanning and bagging items. No. Walmart has said now that, you know, look, we're we're going to allow cashiers with medical condition to sit on stools during their shifts. And store managers can also grant permission for seating. So if you're a cashier at Walmart outside of the great state of California and you feel like you want a chair to sit on while you're scanning groceries or not out front looking for new customers to come into your open line or keeping your area around your register clean and clear of debris, making sure you have bags for customers, making sure everything is good to go and so you can get customers checked out easily and fast. Nope, you need, I need a chair to sit on. I'm a cashier. I gotta sit down. Uh, you could might as well go ahead. They've already settled the deal. In California, unbelievable. Walmart, you know what? I think Walmart's got too much money. That's the problem. They're hated because they've got too much money. They settled this class action for $65 million. They just bought the fat lady line of clothing for, what was that? That was only like $10 million or something, right? It wasn't that much. And now they purchased... Bare necessities in its second apparel acquisition in less than two weeks. 
So they've got the online lingerie retailer, Bare Necessities, and the fat lady line. I forget their name. (laughs) But that's what it is. I know you don't want to be called fat lady, but that's what it is. Because you know what people were doing going into Walmart? I noticed this not long ago when I was in a Walmart. They didn't have... The, like they like they have big and tall section for the guys, which is really you know just the fat guy section, and guys are like, yeah, that's where I shop, but the women don't want to shop in the, <laughs> the fat lady section, big and tall, plump and fat, they don't want to do that for women. You know what? You know where they put those clothes in Walmart now? The pregnancy section. Yes, uh, yes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean I didn't mean pregnancy. Stop looking at me like that. You know, it's the maternity section. It's amazing. So now they have the bare necessities and they have the fat guy or the fat girl uh, clothing line. Um, is Mumu's by Jeffy just nothing? I mean, I've already offered that we can work out a deal. I mean, never mind that I actually don't, you know, have a product to sell yet, but I've got the idea. And the idea's got to be worth something, right? Right. <laughs> I have got to get that up and running. That's got to be a must. I, it's got to be a must. Because if I can get Moose by Jeffy up and running, I mean, I'll take, look, I'll settle for, you know, $100 million. We'll call it even. All right. That's, that's how much they, and that is what they paid for the fat girl. I thought it was only like $10 million. Oh, my gosh. That's more than I thought. That's more than I thought that we reported on. So now they're saying it was anywhere between 75 and 300 million. Holy cow. The, uh, the price for Moon was by Jeffy just went up. Uh, I just want you to know that. That's <laughs> uh, amazing. It's, they've got too much money. At some point, you've made too much money. And I think Walmart is there. So how many times have you been to a gender reveal party? 10, 20, a couple dozen? I mean, they've got just a party. And where would you throw a gender reveal party that would be so much fun? You'd think you'd throw it at maybe some kind of bar. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, you know, whatever, whatever strip club name you want to give it. You know, whatever strip club name you want. I don't care what you call them, you know. Uh, you know, diamond dolls, right? Uh, pink pony, um, and wherever you want to call them, you know, or you'd have it at the backyard, the gender reveal party, you'd have a party. So they, uh, no, we had it at, uh, Applebee's in Hawaii, in Ohio, the Applebee's in Ohio. That's, that's where you have your gender reveal party. So they were having their big gender reveal party and the manager had notified the group of about 20 uh, you know, how about you don't pop the confetti inside? You use your blue poppers and pop it outside. And then you know what? When the blue confetti was blasted all over the sidewalk and cars, the manager said, hey, um, you think maybe you could clean this mess up a little bit? Uh, no. The people were all wound up and started yelling and throwing menus at employees. <laughs> The manager told the now the manager said um, they started screaming, uh, told me uh, they were going to beat my a, telling the hostess they were going to f you up over confetti. 
And also the story, which makes me laugh, and it, it says, I love it. It was unclear whether the group of 20 paid any bills at the restaurant that night, but they also, but they did fail to pay, pay a bill of 3181. If 20 people can party at Applebee's for 3181, that's where you need to have the gender reveal party. Because I went to dinner Saturday night with two, four, six, seven people. It wasn't 3181, I'll tell you that. 3181 was the low end of the tip, my friend. Was the low end of the tip. All right, you gave 3181 to the waiter, and he was like, That's it? That's embarrassing. (laughs) And we also have good news. Uh, This is something I didn't think of. And this is a little frightening to me. Although I I, want to say I didn't think of it, but I kind of did because not long ago we were outside of this building and a Google Street View car drove through the parking lot. And I remember turning away from it thinking, "Eh, you don't need my picture. Because, you know, if you look at your neighborhood, with Google Street View and Maps and Google Earth and everything, you can zoom down and tell when they took the picture of your neighborhood, the last picture that was taken. Because at one house I lived at, one of my old cars was still in the driveway. You know, I didn't even have that car anymore. Um, stuff like that. All right. So there's a couple that's getting a divorce now because Google Street View vehicles uh, took a picture of this guy's wife uh, making, out, making out with a guy on a, on a park bench. That was taken in 2013. All right, so it's an old shot. But uh, Hubby's looking at it going, what is this? Uh, Yeah, look, it's over. (laughs) It didn't mean anything to me. I was just, you know, stroking his hair. You know, look. It was just something I fell into. (laughs) So be careful. Be careful, because Big Brother is watching. Big Brother is watching. And it really makes me want to want to not show Google Earth to the wife. I know. It's just a joke. She, she doesn't need to look at that. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> kind of good news from Facebook. Uh, they said a recent hack... Uh, snatch data from 29 million accounts, which, you know, it was good news because the original estimate said, uh, you know, at least 50 million or more. But they've now said, eh, it was only 29 million. Don't worry about it. Stop your whining. Now, they also, uh, because they want your, want you to feel good about Facebook and they, you know, they, they want you to feel secure. They all, and, and everything's fine and don't worry about it. And they're just a platform. They're, they're not a publisher. Silly. But uh, they purged over 800 counts with uh, this weekend. Uh, millions of followers. Uh, a lot of prominent conservatives uh, just vanished. Poof. Poof. Now, they, uh, they officially unpublished uh, pages that had 3 million fans, 2 million fans, 1 million. It was amazing. Now, Facebook... Uh, removed uh, 559 pages, 251 accounts. And they said that these have consistently broken our rules against spam and coordinated inauthentic behavior. 
So some of the sites that went down, Nation in Distress, Reasonable People Unite, The Resistance, Reverb Press, Right Wing News, Snowflakes. So, uh, look, those are all terrible sites, right? There's no, there's no reason for you to look, follow any of these pages, you know, unless you wanted to, because it's just a platform and they let you choose what you want to follow and then you can follow them, right? Right. Twitter and Facebook, man, they had better get their ducks in a row because this whole fight over you're either a publisher or you're a platform. If you're a platform, then let people post what they want and let me decide what I want to see and what I don't want to see. And your algorithms of you've clicked on this person a lot, so we're only going to show you what this person does is crap. Let Give me the algorithm. Let me decide. I want to decide what to see and what not to see. In fact, we were just talking about this off the off of the air earlier today, uh, Chris Cruz and myself, because there's a couple of people that I follow that piss me off. And I was so... <laughs> I was so angry at the one guy that I follow this weekend, and I'm, I'm addicted to outrage. And uh, there should be somebody should write a book. And uh, and then I remembered, oh, that's why I follow him because he, he had a couple of posts that were so funny. He's such a oh, he's such a douche, but he's kind of funny once in a while. And so I still follow. I still follow him, and then I'm reminded when I get angry with them, that that's why I follow them. Cause I want to, I, you know, I'm addicted to outrage. I want to follow them. I never respond to them. I never, I never retweet anything. I, I once in a while, I like a, I like, I like a comment so that some of his followers will see that, you know, his, that I liked it. Or if I, if I reply to something and say something funny back, then some of his followers will follow me. And then they realize, Ooh, no, it is not he is not one of ours and then they go away i'm okay with that let me be the one to decide let us and i say me let us decide we can decide you be the platform we love your platform we love it it's okay and and then just send teams out across the nation to freshmen in college every freshman class in college every maybe every senior high school class should meet with Twitter and Facebook people to say, guess what? You can read something on Facebook or Twitter that makes you mad. You can read something on Facebook and Twitter that makes you sad. You can follow these people. You cannot follow these people. You have a choice. We're not going to tell you who you can and can't follow. We're just, we're putting it out there for you. But realize that if you don't like something that you see, don't follow them. You can mute them. You can delete them. You can make them go away. You don't have to follow. All you have to follow is Bill's flower shop and see little posts from Bill on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook when he posts, ooh, a new decorative rose decoration. How do you like it? You don't have to follow people that make you mad. It's okay. It's okay. And here's another thing you can do. I know. Uh, I'm gonna, this is a little crazy and it might upset a lot of people, but here's another thing that you can do. 
when you have your computer open like this. Like I have a laptop in front of me right now, a laptop computer right in front of me right now. And it's open. And I've got, you know, all kinds of tabs open. You don't want to know all the tabs I have open. And uh, something comes across in front of me. I just I just clicked on Facebook. <gasps> I can't believe someone said that. They said something bad about me. I'm going to be really depressed. Or I can shut the computer. I don't have to look at it anymore. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, oh, now I got to open my computer up again. Reset the whole thing. You know, it's been less than a week since Hurricane Michael struck uh, the southeast, and it's one of the most powerful storms the U.S. has seen this century. Uh, but uh, recovery has just began. I don't know if you have an opportunity to see any of the drone footage of the, the damage, but it is extensive. It is horrific it is any other word you can think of because the damage was horrible uh the death toll has climbed to well at least 17 uh the casualties stretching from florida to virginia um of course i mean tourism is going to be down next to nothing and my gosh panama city and mexico beach that's what they live on and those places are destroyed um, the storm also damaged the power grid. We still have more than a million people without power. It closed to four hospitals, 11 nursing homes. I mean, it's going to cost. I mean, right now they're saying 15 to $21 billion. And that's now, right? I mean, by the time they get done with this, it'll be $50 billion. I know President Trump was there uh, with uh, you know his entourage and uh, taking a look at everything. Um, he, the whole, the, they were there, husband and wife, you know, the whole, the who crew, even after the big weekend of interviews, uh, you know, I noticed that uh, nobody talks about the interview. It was very, very little talk about his interview this weekend on 60 minutes, but you know, I love that because she gave the interview Friday night, right on ABC. And then Don was not to be outdone by the way. Sure, baby. Go ahead. You record that interview over there in Africa with ABC. You do what you need to do, okay? Because, hello, 60 Minutes? Yeah, this is Don. This is DJT. Uh, I need to do an interview with you. How about you send somebody over and uh, we'll hook them up, okay? Okay. And nobody says no. As much hate as they have for him, everybody wants to talk to him. Everybody wants to try to set him up. They all want to set him up, and and they all walk away with, well, they kept trying to hammer him, and he wasn't having any of it. Yeah. Uh, funny how that happens, isn't it? Maybe he's a tad bit smarter than you give him credit for. I digress. If you are looking at the damage from Michael, and you think that it is horrific, you're right. And it's going to be a, a battle to recover. And Mercury One is there right now. Um they have been there since the very beginning, even before, really. And uh, they are going to be there until help is not needed anymore. Uh, if you're listening today in Tallahassee or Panama City, uh, we need your help. Operation Barbecue Relief served 35,000 meals on Sunday. Uh, 20,000 in Panama City, 15,000 in Tallahassee. Uh, if you'd like to volunteer and you're in that area, 
uh, you can go to uh, Operation Barbecue Relief dot org slash volunteer uh, and uh, and and give them a hand. There's some great people, and uh, you'd be doing uh, a world of good. Uh, you know that uh, when disaster strikes, Mercury One is there, and uh, we're unable to provide the disaster relief without the support you give. Uh, by donating to Mercury One, you allow us to use the donations exactly where they're needed most. Uh, 100% of the money goes to where you say it should go. So uh, if you have anything, folding money, jingling money, I don't know if they take Bitcoin or not. I do. You know what? Send it to me, and I'll make sure th- I'll make sure they can. No, I'm just teasing. I would actually... Make sure that they get it, if there was a way that I could do that. But uh, you can go to mercuryone.org, and you can click on the Hurricane Relief 18. Or you can just type in mercuryone.org slash hurricane relief 18. Now, they give me a phone number here. I'm always hesitant. It's it's just an old thing in my head, hesitant to give out phone numbers. But I guess in today's world, it really doesn't matter, does it? No. So if you want to call and say, hey, can you guys accept Bitcoin? Call 972 Four nine nine four seven four seven nine seven two four nine nine four seven four seven and ask, do you guys accept Bitcoin? Even if you're not going to give them Bitcoin, just ask them. See what they say. Mercuryone.org, Hurricane Relief eighteen. In fact, when you call, when you call there, if it's a female that answers the phone, and I don't know who answers over there, but if it's a female that answers the phone, this is what you say. All right. Hello, Mercury One. Can I help you? Yes. Autumn? Yes. Do you accept Bitcoin? Just ask Autumn. Say, in fact, when you call up, hello, Mercury One, is Autumn there? See if you can get to Autumn. Because Autumn knows. I mean, she knows it all. She is 100% knows it all. She'll be able to answer your question. MercuryOne.org slash Hurricane Relief 8. Ooh, it's almost like they were, it was meant for me. Hurricane Relief 18. You know, that's not really funny. Come to think of it. It's not really funny. Yeah, I know a lot of people think that's funny, but it's not. You know, rising interest rates. It's going to get more expensive to borrow money. And with those rising interest rates, I mean, that's what President Trump's been talking about. That's what the Fed's been talking about. Treasury yields rise. Mortgage interest rates follow. Wait, what? Yes. Bigger hurdles to getting a mortgage. Now is the time. If you're thinking about buying a house uh, or selling a house, now is the time the time and now you can put that for sale sign out there and hope that somebody stops by and says oh i'll give you all the money that you are asking for it and then just leave good luck good luck because odds are it's not gonna happen that's why you go to realestateagentsitrust.com realestateagentsitrust.com your house is your biggest asset you know you want if you're going to sell it you want to sell it for the most money, and you want to be able to walk away saying, oh, we love living there, but we got the most money for it, and now we can move on. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We've got a 1,000 towns all over America, the best agents, 
they want to earn your business. They're all highly rated to get the job done. And more important, one of the coolest things is, is they're fans of this network. Uh, the network that this podcast is on, the, the Blaze Podcast Network, but also the Blaze, the overall, the Blaze. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, let's go to the water cooler. I need a drink. All right, I know we were on our way to the water cooler, but before we get there, before we get to the water cooler, we had a couple of breaking stories come across Come across the wire. I mean, as we're speaking, as we're recording this informational podcast for the Blaze Podcast Network, chewing the fat. All right, first, two sources uh, say that the Saudis are preparing a report, and you'll see this all over tonight and tomorrow morning. Will be, and you'll be able to say, you'll be able to say. Yeah, uh, I heard that on Chewing the Fat. Uh, perhaps you should download Chewing the Fat. If something breaks in the afternoon, he'll have it on his podcast. He should probably, um, I don't know, listen, subscribe, rate, review, share. Tell your friends. Like when we go over to the water cooler, you could say, hey, I'm at the water cooler. Have you heard Chewing the Fat yet with Jeff Fisher? No? Well, you should listen, subscribe, rate, review, and share. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah, that's what you should do. And again, I'm not telling you how to rate a review, but just make it easy on yourself. 20 stars, best podcast ever. Then you're done. Then you're done. It's easy. You, you obviously can say what you want to say. I'm not telling you what you can and can't say. I'm just saying it's easy. It's done. You've subscribed. Now it says, hey, you want to rate? Yes, 20 stars. You want to review? Yes, best podcast ever. And then you're done. And then you send it to, we'll start this week with one friend, and then next week we're going to move on to more friends. It's just that simple, chewing the fat. So the Saudis are preparing now to report that they will acknowledge that the Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi's death was a result of an interrogation that went wrong. Man, oh, I hate it when interrogations go wrong. Now, it was intended to lead to his abduction from Turkey. Wait, what? One source says that the report will likely conclude that the operation was carried out without clearance and transparency and that those involved will be held responsible. So so the countries are not taking any blame. They're going to they're going to blame Jack Ryan in the middle of the desert for interrogating this guy wrong and killing him. And Jack Ryan is going to go down for this. But the country, we don't have anything to do with it. Our hands are clean. Sorry. Sorry about, I mean, I know. Man, does, man, does it suck to be Jamal Khashoggi, huh? What's his name again? Oh, yeah, Khashoggi. Does it suck to be him, huh? But, whew, we had no control. We had a rogue agent. Jack Ryan went crazy out there in the middle of the desert and, we didn't know what to do. Now we, we look, we've, we're going to punish him. If only we could find him. We're in the process of trying to find Jack Ryan right now, and he will be punished for the death of Jamal Khashoggi. Jeff, we're talking about a real-life man, not a movie guy. Oh, okay. Is it a movie? Is it a movie? <laughs> or is it real life? Okay.
if it's real life, we're going to have to send Jack Bauer. So you're going to be hearing that tomorrow. I, seriously, I just, now that's what they're going to do. You read that, that's what they're going to blame. They're going to blame some dingleberry for going too far. And that they're going to say, we've already handled the punishment. And the dingleberry is really either dead already or he's just, you know, he's just done. He, they make him go away. Just go away and never speak to anyone again or you will be dead. And Turkey, uh, since it was not really, it was on, you know, Saudi soil because it was in their embassy, right? But it was in Turkey. Uh, they've already played nice. They set the pastor free. So, I mean, what do you want from us? We're trying to play nice. Sorry, they got these guys over here doing what well, we don't even know what they're doing over here. And we're trying to put a stop to it right now. And that gets everybody off the hook. Everybody off the hook. Trump vowed severe punishment. If we found out that the Saudis killed him, we did find out that he was killed. But it was some rogue agent that's already been taken care of. They've given me their word. Uh, Turkey gave me the pastor. We didn't have to negotiate anything because we do not negotiate with terrorists. Saudi media, any U.S. sanctions, there's not going to be any sanctions because they've caught this bad guy. We're good. I mean, we're done. It's over. That's amazing. That's exactly, oh my gosh. That's almost, I mean, it is a movie. It is a movie, right? I mean, that's coming in the fall of 2019. Kashagi. Or something like that. Yeah, they might be able to come up with a better name. I like Kashagi. And the other breaking news, uh, <clears throat> coming out of uh, Wyoming, uh, Evanston, Wyoming, uh, that is, um, a city council candidate in Evanston, Wyoming, is uh, getting some uh, blowback. Who writes these stupid, who writes these stupid stories? Uh, candidate Deborah Reno, uh, who works uh, as a massage therapist and a yoga instructor, um, and wants to be, you know, a city council member in Evanston, Wyoming. Um, I want to say a couple things about this first. Now, I didn't listen to the news story, so the the news story might have covered this. I was going by what's I'm going by the picture of candidate Deborah Reno and the printed word of the story. Okay, so I don't know what I should have. We 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 got to play the video. All right, I'm going to pause for just a second. I'm going to listen to the video, and I'm going to come back to you and let you know if what I'm thinking is actually true. All right, so we had a little pause there. I had to go back and listen to the news report. And uh, I apologize, first of all, to uh, Deborah Reno, who I thought was um, a, a, a trans person. The original picture. But I really did think that she was a tranny. Uh, and listening to the news report and hearing her talk and listen to her and seeing clips from her other video site, uh, I believe that she is not uh, a tranny. She's a female. Uh, so it is Deborah Reno, a candidate, a massage therapist, yoga instructor. As a side hustle, uh, she worked under the name of Misty Crockett. Now, she's seen strip teasing in these videos. And has an online storefront that caters to used panty buyers. Now, 
she doesn't seem ashamed. And I don't think she should be. She said that her preference would be that it didn't get out. And, of course, her, the candidate running against her is against my moral code. And it's unfortunate. Is it, Michael? Is it? I don't even know what he does for them. Anyway, uh, so she also sold uh, dirty gym shorts. At 20 bucks. Plus shipping and handling. She's not giving you free shipping. No, no, no. You want the dirty shorts, you're paying for it all, the whole thing. Now, I just like to say, I mean, we're giving this entrepreneur in Wyoming who wants to help with the growth of your city, Evanston, Wyoming, and you're going you're gonna to beat her down because she's got an online profile that's selling goods to customers? Well, she's not only has that, she's also another store owner and, and entrepreneur with a business that's open to the public with as a massage therapist and yoga instructor. And it's in Wyoming. I mean, you can't expect her just to live off a massage therapist and yoga instructor's income. Got to have a little something, on, a little something on the side. So she says uh, that she cannot quit and will stay in the race. I say good, good for her. In fact, she's probably the best one for the candidate for the council. She'll, she knows what it takes to earn a living, right? Provide a business, create something. The whole dirty gym short thing. I'm not sure about that one. Oof. I mean, you know what? I'm not. If you want to buy it, you go ahead and buy dirty gym shorts. Seriously, it's America. I'm not stopping you. But she's a little greedy, not paying for the shipping. I'll tell you that right now. I gotta go to the. Well, let's get to the water cooler. What am I doing? Thirsty. Oh, I was was thirsty. (laughs) I needed a drink. Boy, you know, speaking earlier in the podcast, we talked about uh, Google Street View uh, catching (laughs) catching the couple, the wife uh, having an affair with someone a few years ago. Now, Uh, there's a man now claiming that he wants to cycle the entire length of the United Kingdom in virtual reality um, using Google Street View. I mean, that's kind of cool, right? I mean, that's that's where, that's where we're at. And I know that if you have, uh, you know, when I do, uh, I don't know, I hit the treadmill. Uh, you know, when, I'm, when I hit the treadmill, uh, I like to hit, uh, you know, random, random, you can hit the random thing there on the top, and it makes you feel like you're walking mountains and stuff, you know? And you know what I'm talking about. And anybody that, you know, is up on the treadmill, uh, that's what we do. But uh, those of us that, uh, you know, when you're spinning, when you're in the spinning class and, uh, you know, <laughs> stop it. Yeah. What do you want to do in virtual reality? I don't know. Um, fly. So I still don't have to move. I can just sit here. <laughs> it looks like I'm working, right? You want me to actually pedal and create? No. No. Sorry. You know I want to use one of those pedal boats with the big wheels in the water. And I want to pedal the entire lakes of Michigan. Every lake, the Great Lakes State, in virtual reality. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. 
Uh, congratulations in order to or to uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Scarlett uh, signed a big deal to uh, do a, another standalone Black Widow movie. Now she got in trouble for wanting to play uh, wanted to play a tranny or something, right? A while ago, right? They they she stopped doing that, and now she's going to be in Black Widow. I don't know, but fifth. million dollars it's good paycheck for that movie good paycheck and i know it was reported uh already once on this uh, network but it was it was kind of misleading Uh, it was it was just a little misleading is because it was the alec baldwin story and it talked about alec um saying that uh you know he wanted to uh overthrow uh the government and when you just leave it at that, it sounds like another crazy liberal wanting to throw overthrow the government, not being violent, but really. And as much as as I have, you know, Alec is a douche. I've enjoyed his work over the years, and I know he's I know he's a douche. I got it. He's just a you know just a goofy guy that needs mental help. But he's a great. I enjoy a lot of his work. Um, he said, uh, "It's time to overthrow the government of Donald Trump." not in a violent way or unlawful way but it must be overthrown nonetheless that was the quote so i know a lot of times when people like uh uh you know the former attorney general and uh, congress people all talk about uh doing something violent and then when you confront them with it they say oh no no no, no. we weren't talking about being violent Whoa, did you take it that way? I don't know, maybe because that's what you said. At least Alec laid the groundwork that he didn't mean violent. He very well may have. And he does he probably he probably wouldn't care if they stormed the White House. But at least it's a little misleading to leave out not in a violent way or unlawful way, but it must be overthrown nonetheless. Uh when you talk about him saying it's time to overthrow the government. And uh, I just want to be fair. That's all. I just want to, you know, I want to be able to say that what the, this is what these people actually said. So that when we report on what people actually say, you know, that's the truth. Okay. So this weekend, I'm, uh, I'm running around with, uh, you know, with the family and my wife and everything. And it's just, just darn wonderful. And uh, I'm, oh man, darn wonderful. But I ran across this thing. Now, I don't, I'm going to say something now and I don't want you to look at me funny, okay? But as I was cruising through Pinterest, you know, one of the top, it's one of the top sites in America, in the world, Pinterest. I like it. I have a few, a few places, you know, I have a few boards that I save stuff too. I got a couple that, you know, are locked. And, um, you know what ticked me off too? Speaking of that, speaking of having locked boards, uh, at one point, uh, I hadn't gone to Pinterest in a while. And uh, so then they deleted some pictures that they had throughout Pinterest. So even if it was in one of your locked boards, it went away. Who do they think they are? I had that picture saved. So... I saw this and I thought, well, this is absolutely the truth. And I want you, I'm going to leave you with this today, okay? I want you to go home and I want you to think about this with your wife 
or your husband and know that it's absolutely the truth. And it's men versus women. All right. How to make a man happy. Feed him. Sleep with him. Leave him with peace. Don't check his phone messages. Don't bother him with his with his moments. What's so hard about that? Okay. And then they give you the list of how to make a woman happy. And it's darn near close to how to make a man happy. You ready? A friend, a companion, a lover, a brother, a father, a master, a chef, an electrician, a plumber, a mechanic, a carpenter, a decorator, a stylist, a sexologist, a gynecologist, a psychologist, a pest exterminator, a psychiatrist, a healer, a good listener, an organizer, a good father, very clean, sympathetic, athletic, warm, attentive, gallant, intelligent, funny, creative, tender, strong, understanding, tolerant, prudent, ambitious, capable, courageous, determined, true, dependable, passionate, (sighs) Without forgetting to give her compliments regularly, go shopping with her, be honest, be very rich, Not don't stress her out, not look at other girls, and at the same time, you must also give her lots of attention, give her lots of time, especially time for herself, give her lots of space, never worrying about where she goes, but most of all, it's very important, never forget birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's arrangements, and anything else that she does. Ta-da! Ta-da! 